The name of this book is called Witness Killer. Subtopic, who's doing it? So many times the word of God give us our standard for our lives and we 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 submit to those standards until things become a little bit difficult, a little bit out of hand, a little bit light. <laughs> light tend to kind of see what we're made of. Are we gonna stand on the promises of God or are we gonna have private thoughts that give God pause? What do you mean by private thought to give God pause? God's word says one thing. And God's word does not change. It has been the same today, yesterday, and forever. And it has sustained the prophets in the olden time. It has sustained our fathers and our forefathers. But yet, in this day and season, so many of us are killing our witness. How are we killing our witness? We are killing our witness because we see what the word of God says, but we believe one thing. We have an open testimony where we demonstrate, but then we have a closed testimony where we destroy what we demonstrated in public through our words, through our actions, through our minds. Because the truth be told, our mind, in our mind, we are praying to God all the time. So what are we praying? Are we praying the promises? What are we praying? You, you say you believe God for your husband, but yet, in that situation, you curse him out. You do everything but what the Word of God said. And nobody is saying that it's easy to submit to the will of God. What I'm saying is you got to submit until it hurts. you got to submit even though you don't understand, but you know you're submitting to God. You're not submitting to man. You're submitting to God. Is it easy? No. Does it feel good? No. But the Word of God never said that it was going to be easy. He just always promised us that he will make a way of escape for our temptation. Now, I, I am truly, truly, truly speaking from experience with my life lessons. I didn't know. And life whipped me because I didn't know. I was that piece of bacon in the back of the car that was getting slapped. <laughs> and I was getting slapped by life. I was getting slapped by the things I was going through with my husband. I was getting slapped by the things I was going through with my family, and I wasn't really sure how to deal with it. Yes, and I always had my God tucked away in my pocket. I never really fully applied him to my life until later years in my life, because I always felt like my spiritual life is in his pocket. My natural life is in his pocket. My social life is in his pocket, and my work life is in his pocket. But one day, the Lord revealed to me that he's concerned about my whole being, not just about my spirit. And as God began to break that down to me through the Word of God and through relationship, fellowship, that really became my mission to change the way I think. So... As the Holy Spirit really began to bear all truth and to bring all truth to my remembrance, my whole mindset about God and in God really changed. We kill our witness. We kill it because we speak one thing and then we think something different. You have killed the witness. We say one thing in public and in private, we do something different. We kill it. 
the word of God says he's not a respectful person, but you treat your husband, you treat your wife like crap. <laughs> you kill her. And even though we don't understand our children, you talk to them like they are nothing. You kill it. On the job, you know your boss ain't right. You know they ain't operating right. You know that promotion should have been yours. And because it's not yours, you curse them out. You kill it. In that relationship, things are not going right, so you go south. And even though you know that God has a purpose and a plan for your life, you decide to detour. And that detour turns into years because we never get where we are overnight. So how do we expect to be delivered overnight? There are some things that truly, truly we can drop off as soon as we become dedicated to Christ. And there are other things that requires prayer and fasting. But the question becomes, how bad do we want the promises of God? So if you really want the promises of God, you have to be consistent. The Word of God says those who diligently seek Him, diligently and consistency, accountability, not about how we feel. God is not a feeling. He's not going to change His mind because we feel some type of way, even those of us that have a relationship with Christ. He's bound by his word. So he, he operates on his word. He he is governed by his own word. So if he's governed by his word, <laughs> what do you think about those of us that are his children? We're governed by the word. So nothing should take precedent over the word of God. And And the truth be told, especially on our job, the Lord knows what he's doing. The word of God says that those who are obedient shall eat the good of the land. You shall eat the good of the land. Now, he didn't say that. That doesn't mean you're going to not have to till the ground. That doesn't mean that. He just said regardless of how anything works, it will work out for your good and for his glory. But a lot of times when we're faced with life situations, it becomes challenging to really stay in that vein because now life, instead of fixing our eyes on Christ, we fix our eyes on our problems. We fix our eyes on where we want to go. We fix our eyes on circumstances. We fix our eyes on, on, on things. We fix our eyes on people. And now we have lost sight of our Father who operate in his promises. Witness killer, you got to understand that there has to be consistency with the with the word of God. There has to be consistency in your relationship. And the truth of the matter, if, if there are things going on that you don't understand, you have not because you ask not. And then when you ask, you ask amiss. What, what do I mean by that? That means I'm asking God for stuff, but I'm not asking for the furthering of the kingdom and to better me as a person. I'm selfish with it. I just think it's all about me and my family, not about the kingdom of God. But it truly is about the kingdom of God because even in doing what God say do, God never give us stuff and not plan and prepare and, and establish stuff for our family we got to trust that our God is 
bigger than that promotion. He's bigger than that challenge. He's bigger than that circumstance. He's bigger than that condition. He's the almighty God. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's our Jehovah Shalom. He's our God El Elyon. He is. He is the I am that I am. And we have to stay in that mindset to even, it doesn't matter what happens. Because the truth be told, when life becomes too big for us, that is really God's way of saying, step back and let me be your father. You get and stay in the, in, in the passenger seat. I got this. But trials come so that it can build our faith. But, you know, most of the time it really doesn't build our faith because it causes us, according to what we're accustomed to, it causes us to retreat. And we're not supposed to retreat. We're supposed to become more intense with the things of God. We're supposed to become more intense in our relationship, more intense in our worship, more intense in our praise. But most of the time when we go through stuff, it doesn't cause us to become more. It causes us to retreat. And when we retreat, the trick of the enemy is to separate, conquer, and divide to destroy. But we don't recognize that. The word of God says that we draw strength one from another. But the truth of the matter is a lot of times we want to cover up what we're going through so that nobody else will know so that we can look the way we look. And the truth of the matter, here it is again, you're killing that witness because you're living one thing but you're speaking something different. But your mind is not lining up with what you're speaking through the word of God. Your mind is lining up with that circumstance, with that feeling, with that situation that is truly out of your hand and out of your control, if the truth be told. So the gifts of God are non-repentant. In other words, if I have a gift of prophesy, if I have a gift of um, tongues, if I have a gift, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to go through circumstances and situations. But what it does mean that is when I am going through circumstances and situations, I shouldn't kill my witness because I have a confirmation within myself that God will provide, that God will be my confidant, he'll be my counselor, he'll be my Jehovah Gibor. He'll fight against those that fight against me. But the truth of the matter, most of the time we don't hold consistent to what God says. You know, we have this this thing of how we picture. It's not about what we picture, it's about what the Word of God says. Even with your spouse on your job, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Perhaps the reason why God didn't allow you for that promotion is because if you get on that promotion, you want to vote and keep focus on what he told you to do, which is start your own business, start your partnership, go into ministry. But those are the things that they don't look glamorous, so we don't want to do that because in man's sight, when truth of the matter, we are as dust, from dust we came, dust we going back. And then we got to stand before our Father, got to stand before judgment. We got to stand before God with our talents and gifts that he gave us. So he can say either depart from me or well done, thou good and faithful servant. Don't kill your witness because your life is not going the way you want to. Don't kill your witness because your husband is acting up. Don't kill your Witness because you, you and your husband has committed adultery. Don't kill your witness. You still, you can recover. And you can recover it all in Jesus. 
Now, don't get it twisted. Some relationships, yeah, you should just let it go because they need to be let go because it's so toxic. And when both parties are not subject to the will of God and the purpose of God, and both parties are not willing to come under subjection and under wise counsel, then in that instance, and that's just my opinion, it needs to be it need to be cut off because it's not good for neither one. And it's truly not good for those children because now they're going to grow up repeating what they see their parent do. Now that daughter's going to grow up and looking for a man that treated you the way he treated you. And now that son is going to grow up looking for a wife to treat him the way you treat his dad. Where's your witness? What kind of witness do you have? You're killing the witness. It's our witness. It's our witness. It's our witness. We have got to really just hold on to the promises of God. And how do I kill my witness? Where do I kill my witness? Can my witness be restored? Can I take back what the enemy has stolen from me? Can I get back what I've stolen? And what I've what I've given away. God, how do I get that back? How do I get my witness back? How do I how do I allow you, even though I, I tore it down in my latter years, how do I help my children realize that the promises of God are yea and amen? How do I how do I do that? How do I do that? Can I do that? Am I willing to buckle down and really do what you say do? Am I in a local church? Am I listening to what the Word of God says? Am I judging the Word by the Word of God and not because my manservant is doing this or doing that? Am I using the Word of God to direct my life and orchestrate my steps? No bias just the unadulterated word of God. Because the truth of the matter in the end, that's the only thing that's going to matter. That's the only way we're truly going to win. Are you killing your witness? Perhaps that husband has a, a child. Perhaps that wife cut out. And everybody know that men and women standards are a little different. <laughs> but you still can recover it all. Sometimes we are so prideful about things that it costs us the very thing that God has blessed us with. But we're not willing to do the work to rebuild what we destroy through our actions, through our words, through our conversations, through the trick of the enemy. And the truth be told, some Christians won't even acknowledge the trick of the enemy. Anything outside, or, or they won't even acknowledge this is just my nature. That, that flesh nature ain't no joke now. I'm telling you, we have to stay up under the blood of Jesus so that God can do what he wants to do. If we are truly his vessel, meet for the master's use. How are we meet for the master's use? We understand and we look for the purpose of God in every situation. Bad, good, and ugly, and indifferent. When 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 we can't get along with people, that is the Holy Spirit way to say, okay, you know what? Just play my character. And and we all fall. 
we all fall short of the glory because God knows there was some time. I knew I shouldn't have said it, but I said it anyway because I felt like, you know, I was big enough. I was grown enough. But you know what? Thinking outside of the will and the word of God costs you some things. And sometimes some of us won't be able to recover. So your witness is important because the truth of the matter is sometimes our very witness is not what we say. It's what we walk out. And people are watching, regardless of what you think, people are watching you. And because you have declared that Jesus is Lord, they are waiting and looking for times and spaces where they can say to you, mm-hmm, I knew you wouldn't say, mm-hmm, I knew it wasn't what you said it was. God can be everything that we need him to be in so much more. We have to really just desire the more of God and the promises of God and, and the bare accounts of God because that is truly what's going to help us and keep us and, and protect us and, and, and bring us to the truth of the matter of what the place, the reason that he called us anyway. Anyway, you know, Holy Spirit, you are so funny. <laughs> you know, the name of this book is Witness. Don't kill my witness. God bless you. And have an absolute wonderful day. Bye-bye.